Our guests today have a diverse wealth of experience in all facets of RV resort development, marketing, and management. Welcome to Snowbirds and RV Travelers, the weekly show for RV enthusiasts, where we talk about parks, activities, travel tips, trends, reviews, and the latest news affecting your RV experience. Enjoy the show. Please share it with your friends and take a moment now to like, follow, and subscribe. You can catch up on previous episodes at rvpodcasts.com. Now, with over 17 years of hospitality experience, Aaron Forrest has risen to the position of Director of Sales and Marketing with CRR Hospitality, a lifestyle company. Aaron's focus is to develop and grow the CRR brand and audience as the company takes on new properties. She served for four years on the Board of Directors for Meeting Professionals International, the Arizona Sunbelt Chapter, and received the Member of the Year Award in 2013. In 2020, Aaron was nominated for Tempe Tourism Office's Spirit of Hospitality Award. Welcome, Aaron. Thank you. Jim Germain is the General Manager at Coachella Lakes RV Resort. His 24-year journey in the hospitality industry has seen him apply his talents in diverse roles, ranging from restaurant management, private resort club management, and in senior living. In addition to his role at Coachella Lakes RV Resort, he also serves as a board member for the California Outdoor Hospitality Association. He leads his team at Coachella Lakes RV Resort to create unforgettable moments for their guests, just as he experienced growing up camping all over Southern California. Welcome, Jim. Great to be here. Thank you. All right. So uh, we wanted to talk about what it takes to build a great RV resort, because I think it's no small task to do so. So do you think it's possible for the average person to build and operate their own RV park, Jim? You know what? I, I absolutely do. I, I definitely think that it's it's possible for the average person to build their own RV resort. Absolutely. Um, it's not without its challenges. I, I would say, you know, you, you would need a passion for the, for the industry and definitely a commitment to the prop, to the project. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot to understand and a solid business plan is needed under, you know, you need to understand zoning laws, infrastructure development, and the unique needs of, of your guest in that resort. But I, I definitely think it's possible. Um, you need the willingness to put in the effort. Uh, how important is location in choosing uh, in choosing an RV park? You know, and I think it's it's critical. I think it's it's one of the most important things. I mean, when I think of of an RV resort, I, I think of probably the two most important things are are people and location, right? Um, location maybe number one, and, and and people number two possibly. And I'm just going to throw this out to both of you. You know. Uh, because you've got different roles in in managing an RV resort or RV resorts. Actually, how many how many resorts does CRR have right now? So we uh, Coachella Lakes was our third luxury RV resort that CRR Hospitality has opened, and we have our fourth one that will be opening next month, um, Savannah Lakes, which is just outside of Savannah um, in South Carolina. Ah, okay. Yeah, I always thought Savannah, Georgia, but it's South Carolina. Uh, so Savannah is, you know, right on the border of Georgia and uh, South Carolina. So our property is in South Carolina, but we named it Savannah Lakes because of the location. And that's what people are searching for. 
when they are looking to go into that area. Uh, you know, one of the questions I wanted to ask as well, and Jim sort of mentioned it a little bit earlier, and, and that's staffing. It seems that there's quite a challenge finding enough people to work in uh, any industry whatsoever. So, you know, how do you guys make sure that the staff is top quality? You know, for me at Coachella Lakes and, and any project that I've been involved in, when it comes to staffing, I think, and I think a lot of people will agree with this, culture is number one. When it comes to, to the associates, the team members that work for me, uh, they're my number one priority, day in and day out. Uh, a lot of people say the guests would be the number one priority. My team is my number one priority. I know that if I have happy, happy team members, they'll be able to provide uh, great customer service to our guests. And ultimately, that's what's most important. I, I need my team to show up and have smile on their faces and, and be who they truly are. Um, and in order to do that, I know that they need, uh, you know, space outside of work to do those type of things. Um, you know, of course you have your hiring process, um, which is essential to, to obtaining and retaining top quality staff within your resort. Um, and if you focus on your hiring process, your interview process and background checks, training and ongoing development, all those things are crucial. But you know, once you have the team here, you have a group of people that are passionate about customer service and the hospitality industry, um, you have to make sure that you cultivate the right environment so that they can thrive. I think that, to me, that's what I do in my resorts. Um, and I've been lucky enough to bring a lot of team members with me from project to project, um, and that's helped a lot. Yeah, I can imagine it would. It seems that there's such a diverse number of amenities that you need people with all kinds of different skill levels. And, you know, I, I got to say, you've got three resorts going on four now that um, uh, Savannah is going to open up. How does the company decide what the, the most important amenities are in a resort? Um, so it's definitely going to vary by the location. Uh, there are certain things that we do at all of our properties. We want a beautiful clubhouse, a place for all of our guests to be able to come together. Um, we always have a fitness center as well. We know that for people who are on the road, their health and fitness is important to them. And it's probably one of the uh, top pieces of feedback that we get is, um, you know, we don't have just a treadmill in a corner that we have a full fitness center um, that people can actually Definitely. use and enjoy using. Pickleball courts. Pickleball is the fastest growing sport in America. And whether you don't know the rules or are a you know semi-professional, it's something that people are, are looking for. So obviously swimming pool, hot tub, uh, we're family friendly properties. So we have a playground at all of our uh, resorts things that go into it are going to just depend on the location um, at Coachella Lakes. The Palm Springs area is known for its amazing golf. We know people are going to come there and uh, they want to go golfing. So since we turned an 18 hole golf course into an RV resort, we didn't have room uh, to create our own golf course but we created an 18 hole putting course, which is a world-class, you know, PGA level putting course for all of our guests to enjoy. Uh, all of our properties are pet friendly. Um, we know that RVers are one of the reasons why they choose to RV and travel in their RV is that it's much easier to bring their dog with them. 
Um, and so we have large dog parks. We have um, activities that are geared just towards our four-legged guests. And uh, that is a big part of uh, being a guest at our properties. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know I'm going to show up with my dog and, and that's exactly right. One of the reasons why we RV is it's just easier to take our pets along. So uh, that's truly impressive. And I agree. It's really, really important. Are all the rules the same at all of the resorts? For the most part, yes. Uh, when you look at, you know, our terms and conditions, there's a lot of consistency between all of them. There are certainly um, state and county regulations that have to go into things um, that, that we have to consider. Um, and then we also take into consideration the, the location. Um, what's going to work at Coachella Lakes is not necessarily going to work at our property in Western Arizona that's along the Colorado River. Even though they're only 90 minutes apart, they're two very different properties and have two very different demographics. You know, speaking of rules, do you have a limit on how long an RVer can stay in the park or a park? Uh, yes. So our properties are transient properties. Um, and the limit is going to vary depending on the state because each state has their own laws. Um, at Coachella Lakes, we allow for reservations for up to six months. Um, and then the guest does have to leave for two nights and then can come back for another six months if they choose to. Uh, just a quick pause. I'm not going to turn the record off. There, someone's sweeping or something in the background. Oh, and talking. Yeah, somebody working outside one of your doors. Oh, that's that's for sure going to be me. Yeah. Um, yep, they're working. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's, there's there's uh, let's see. Can they take five? <laughs> Go clean something else. <laughs> okay. That's probably the first time I've told them not to work. <laughs> like, you want us to do what? Um, okay. Stand there silently. Speaking of art. <laughs> You didn't understand that? That's Canadian. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, length of stays depends depending on the resort and the state, I guess, and, and the rules that whatever specific county has in place. Um, but aside from stay, like, can RVers reserve a specific site? You know, so you show up one year and you're like, you love number 157. Can you say next year, hey, I want to reserve site 157 when I come back? Is that a possibility? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it definitely yeah. is. So, so you know, we, we, we do optimize our resort. Um, and so, you know, it's very possible that that guests may be moved around just so that we can accommodate everybody that wants to stay at Coachella Lakes RV Resort, but if there is that specific site that you that will that you have to have, it'll make or break your experience, and you really want to be in that location, uh, you're more than welcome to lock that site in, as we call it. And there is a small fee associated with that, but you're absolutely allowed to claim that site and give you that additional peace of mind um, uh, and, and that you'll be exactly where you want to be when you arrive. 
No, that's terrific. I know I've got a favorite site at one of the local uh, provincial parks here. It's it's just perfect. Uh, but we are not allowed to book sites. So you kind of show up and then you have to find the site. So being able to to book the site you want, especially at a place like Coachella, I mean, a number of resorts. And so it's not just Coachella, but they have uh, different styles of, you know, pull through back in waterfront. Um, and I think you guys have a couple of different things because you've got a stage area. We, we do have some different options. You're absolutely right. Um, so we have five lakes at Coachella Lake RV Resort. So we have back ends that back right up against the water. Um, and there's, you know, sites that are west facing and east facing. So if you want the sunset over the water, we have back end sites that accommodate that. If you want to see the sunrise over the water, we have back end sites that accommodate that as well. We have a 5,000 square foot dog park with a, a small dog side and a big dog side. Um, and we have back end sites that are very close to not only the water, but um, to that dog park as well. And so depending on, on what kind of experience you're looking for, we wanna be right next to the amphitheater um, and watch a concert in the evening from the back of your RV site, we can accommodate that too. So there'll definitely uh, be some options and I think people will be able to find something that they love. Uh, no, it sounds good. And if I go on the website then, or someone goes on the website to reserve a, a site, can they look at the map and say, oh yeah, there it is. That's 157 that looks west and I can watch the sunset. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a reservations department uh, that uh, supports all of our properties um, and they are there to help um, people pick the exact site that they want. And there are plenty of times where uh, we work with them for an extended period of time, uh, you know, because they want their awning to face a certain direction or they, um, you know, they don't want anybody on the other side of them. So that that is one of the features that we do offer through our uh, reservation software um, using Camp Spot is that site lock feature. Oh, perfect. Um, so we, is there you know, somebody we, else? I'm sorry. Yeah, we had a guest walk in. So <laughs> there's a guest at the front desk and they're checking in. And so they're being, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing out there. Big smiles. Yep. Welcoming the guests into the site. So. so you've talked about pets quite a few times now, which is terrific. And from my own personal information, how many pets are you allowed per site or is an RV or allowed per site? So at the RV sites, it's three pets per site. And we typically do that outdoor pets if they are inside your rig um, and they are pets that stay inside your rig, um, that is just fine. Um, and then we also have vacation rentals that are fully furnished and we have pet friendly units that allow up to two dogs. I wanted to switch this around a little bit and I think it, it's, kind of passed, but not entirely. Uh, do you have any COVID protections in place? Some people are still quite sensitive about that. Uh, mm -hmm. Are you guys doing anything for those people? So we always follow whatever our county guidelines are. There is has certainly been the enhanced cleaning schedules and sanitation and everything. I think all of those best practices that people have just continued to carry on even though that they aren't required. 
Um, you know, Jim on property, I'm sure, can add to this. But, um, you know, even though the threat isn't as high as it were it was, you know, two years ago, people still want to make sure that they're going to a place that is clean and, um, and safe, whether they're, you know, wary of the flu or COVID or anything, um, you know, especially now that we're getting into that season where there's all the sniffles. There are some, a lot of practices that we carry, carried forward from that period of time that are just, you know, now great practices. They're best practices in the resort. You know, we intensified the cleaning protocols for vacation rentals during that period of time and all the amenities, all the high touch surfaces, um, you know, in response to, to COVID and a lot of those practices, you know, we've carried through um, till now. Um, you know, we have contactless check-in, guests can check in online and go straight to their RV resort. And we, we feel like that adds a level of convenience that the guest expects um, for the check-in process. And then even in our retail stores, you know, whether it's the Pro Shop or Coachella Lakes or one of the stores that uh, Verity Ranch, you know, we have a contactless checkout. You can charge things, purchase ice, rent a golf cart, grab a cold drink and charge it directly to your site, tap a card, whatever works best for you and be out the door. Yeah, no, that sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, and it's part of the technology that's advancing. It, it makes sense that it's supplied in RV resorts as well, just because that's mm -hmm. what we're used to doing now. Um, and speaking of old folks used to doing things, uh, do you have any 55 plus resorts? Do you think that's an important issue for people, RVers in general? or? Um, so at this time, we do not have any 55 plus resorts. All of our properties are family friendly. Um, we have found at CRR that that is um, uh, a niche that uh, needs to be filled. Um, you know, we hear from many full-time families or weekenders with families that it's hard for them to find a destination that um, is welcoming towards families. Um, so it's part of um, you know, the activity programming that we do and what we think of even when we're building the properties of this, uh, you know, adding a splash pad into the swimming pool area, having um, a playground at all of our properties, um, and just, just making sure that uh, those families are feeling welcome. Oh, nice. Uh, the other thing we've gotten some feedback from uh, our audience is the the 10 year rule. And I'm wondering if you apply that to any of your parks. Um, so at Coachella Lakes, we do have a 10 year rule. Um, at some of our other properties, it's 15 years or it's 20 years, uh, but it's not a, uh, you know, once your RV has hit 11 years, you're not allowed with us anymore. Um, we understand that just like anything else, your home or your vehicle, when people take care of their assets, they last a lot longer than 10 years or 15 years or 20 years. Um, and so it's a very simple process of, you just send in photos of the exterior of your rig. 85% um, of the time, our reservations team is comfortable approving or declining. Um, and then if they're not, um, then that gets sent over to Jim or the general manager of the property to make that decision. 
Um, and uh, the reason we do that is just uh, to make sure that uh, the uh, rigs that are in our facilities are in good working order. There's not going to be, you know, a fire because of, uh, you know, faulty wiring um, or, um, uh, you know, somebody's bumper is falling off or an air conditioning is sticking out of the unit. It's, it's not the look um, and it's not the up, um, you know, upscale feel that our guests are expecting. Um, but then at the same time, we know that there are a number of restored rigs. Um, you know, I've seen Airstreams that are 50 years old that looks like they just rolled off of the manufacturing floor. And then there's plenty of those vintage trailers that are absolutely adorable. And when they are taken care of, um, they last for a very long time. So we, we're happy to welcome all RV owners that take care of their take care of their vehicle. That's nice. You sort of have the rule in place and yet there's a common sense approach to uh, applying it, which is terrific. I'm going to go back a little bit now. And I was going to ask you this earlier, like, so you've, you've actually, you guys have a lot of experience opening new RV resort properties. What's the most challenging thing that you have to do in order to get these properties up and running where you wake up in the morning and go, Oh my God, the uh, the trickle down effect from COVID has certainly been one of the most challenging uh, when it comes to supply chain, um, and then you know we have to rely on our partners to do the project for us. Um, Jim and I are not able to go out there and grade RV sites and build clubhouses, and uh, CRR is lucky to have some very uh, some very long-term partnerships uh, with our pre-development. We're still feeling the effects of supply chain on things. Um, so, uh, you know, that's one of the things that delayed us so much is uh, just our pedestals. Just something as simple as, you know, the thing that you plug into. Uh, most people don't realize that you know, those went from a four to five month lead time after ordering them to over 18 months. Um, and with the boom that um, COVID has created in outdoor hospitality, it was everybody needed pedestals, whether they had an existing property and they were adding to it because they had so much demand or they were building a new property because they saw such, such a great opportunity. Uh, you brought up actually a great point right there is is uh, the availability of RV spots because it has been tight. Uh, when should people be booking their winter vacation? Like um, As soon as they figure out where they want to go. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, certainly don't wait. Um, you know, right now, uh, Jim is uh, you know, excited to welcome, especially his winter visitors that are going to start coming into the area now that we've crossed over into October. Um, but we certainly don't expect that availability to last very long, um, at least not if I'm doing my job correctly. Um, but, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, as, as soon as you've decided on a place that you want to go, uh, make that reservation. 
Uh, most properties, um, including CRR, are going to have um, you know, some type of cancellation policy that as long as you do it far enough in advance, um, you know, you'll get your deposit back. There might be a little cancellation fee or something like that, but just for that peace of mind. Um, so I would say, you know, even if you're planning for the 24-25 season, make that reservation as soon as you know where you want to go. There are two massive events that are very close to your RV park in April, uh, Coachella and Stagecoach. Are you guys doing anything uh, to sort of help those folks or get them to find you? Or are there going to be any changes in rules or how the way the park is done for that influx for all those people coming in? You know, there'll, there'll be some changes. So in terms of guests finding us, I think Aaron does a great job of, of getting us in all the right places, you know, for, for different times of year and, and depending on who we're trying to speak to. Um, and so she'll make sure we have the right vehicles reaching the right audience. Um, in terms of the resort itself, the rules and regulations will stay the same with, with, a, couple, with a couple changes. Traffic control during that period of time, uh, we, we anticipate just the, the, the volume of people in the resort during, that, during those music festivals. Um, being at a level that you know we'll have to do some traffic control, we know we'll have additional rideshare vehicles moving throughout the resort. And so we we'll want to make sure that all of those vehicles and all of those guests are moving through the resort in a safe way. Um, and so I, I think if you stayed any other time of the year, you might notice uh, so diff some different patterns of movement with inside the resort to keep everybody safe and on time. We don't want anybody to miss anything. We want them to be able to arrive and depart uh, effortlessly uh, during those periods of time. You'll probably also notice a lot of activity during the day. We find that during the festival season, the resort uh, is actually has pretty low occupancy. There's not a lot of people here in the evenings because we know exactly where they are. Um, but in the morning uh, and in the early afternoon, uh, when they are in the resort, we want to make sure that uh, we have everybody busy with activities um, and that you know everybody's waking up hungry. We want to make sure they have some have access to some food and beverage, access the place to charge their phones, uh, shower, uh, sort of uh, re-energize maybe at the pool listening to either live music or a DJ and then and then grabbing their Uber back to the to the music festivals when the time is right. And so we want to make sure we're accommodating all those pieces and all of the volume and make sure that our store is stocked with all the essentials that music festival goers require like additional water, bandanas if it's windy and they need some protection from the dust, sunscreen, chapsticks, snacks, uh, you know, cheap sunglasses in case they lose theirs at the festival, all those types of things. We want to make sure that they have everything they need. They can get in and out. And if they do decide to stay here, they're having a blast. So here's a bit more of a personal question, but because you guys are really good at what you do. I mean, really, really good. Have you ever had the urge to strike out on your own and and build your own resort or RV park? You know, I I am I am I'll say this. I am definitely I am definitely uh, on the bus at with, at CRR because of who's here. Um, you know, whether you're a general manager of a private resort club or 
a restaurant or a golf course or any other asset, um, you know, there's always going to be challenging days when you work in operations. Um, and CR as a company, you know, has, has been a great place to be, a great team to work with. Um, and so I'm here because of who's here. So, you know, it's easy for me. Mm -hmm. Yep. It, it's easy to, to get up every morning and be excited. You know, the, the culture um, at CRR, um, the support um, that, uh, that we have, um, I honestly have not experienced at any other company. One of the things that we uh, we talked about with our audience and and had quite a bit of feedback is transportation. Your Coachella Lakes, for instance, I don't know about the other properties, but that's a big property. Uh, do you have rentals of you know golf carts for people to get around while they're there, or electric bikes, or some other method of transportation? You're absolutely right. So it's actually from gate to gate. So from our entry gate all the way to the back gate is one mile in the resort. So it, it is a very, it's a very long resort. Um, and because of that, we, we do offer golf carts. We have brand new Yamaha golf carts, a fleet of Yamaha golf carts, if you will, uh, for guests to rent. And those can be rented at a daily, weekly, and monthly price, depending on what works best for your arrival and departure dates. Um, so you can tailor that to fit your experience. Um, I know that in the future, we plan on bringing electric bikes. We're just trying to find the right partner, the, the, the partner that offers the bike that we want our guests to be able to use um, at a price that works well for our guests. And so when we find that partner, we'll bring that online as well. No, that's excellent. And the other thing I thought of as soon as I said, and I don't know why these two go together, but when I said, bring my own putter, five lakes, is there fishing on any of those lakes? There is fishing. We have bass and bluegill in, in four of the five lakes. Um, it's catch and release, barbless hooks. Uh, and, um, you know, we've had some people out there catch some, some pretty large bass. Uh, you, and you know what? There may even be some grass carp out there, too. So if you really want to catch a big fish, um, you know, you just adjust your bait and uh, you can you can fight a carp uh, out of that lake if you want to. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm laughing, but I am bringing my fishing rod. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah, you know what? We 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 uh, we actually installed some some pergolas near some of the lakes so that there is a concrete flat platform to, for people to fish off. Not a dock, but something that you could easily put a, ch a chair and a cooler and get close to the water and have a place to fish from. Um, and so there's some options uh, for spaces as well. Hey, you know, when we were there too, I, uh, you gave us a little tour, uh, actually one of your staff and he was fantastic, uh, on a, it looked like a paved cart path. And I thought of this just now when you were talking about how it's a mile from end to end. Um, is that cart path sort of always going to be there? Does it go all the way around the resort? That's a really great question. So, so as you know, 
46 acres of this 86 acre RV resort was a nine hole executive golf course uh, that was purchased. That golf course had concrete cart paths throughout. Now we, re we came in and regraded and, and uh, you know, some of those golf cart golf course spaces that were previously there don't no longer exist. And so that cart, cart path that traveled throughout the resort, um, we've done a, a really great job of connecting that either to additional walking trails within the resort that are made out of concrete or compact DG um, or other trail, uh, concrete paths that surround our lakes. And so we've been able to, to piece that together so that everybody can uh, enjoy walking throughout the resort, uh, get, in their, get in their steps, if you will, um, or walk with their dog uh, leashed uh, throughout the resort. And so that was something that we really capitalized on. It was, some of it was previously there and we just thought, thought you know what, people are gonna be able to wanna walk through this resort. They're gonna wanna be able to look at the, the mountains facing west and watch the sunset. And this will allow them to travel either on their uh, you know, bicycle, in a golf cart or on foot uh, to all the spaces that they need to get to. Man, that's all I got, folks. Oh, I'll ask you one more personal question. Oh, no. Okay. That sounded different. Your tone, your voice tone changed on that one. That makes oh. me nervous. <laughs> it won't. It won't. It won't. Okay. Uh, Aaron, you might not be able to answer this. Jim, I think you should be able to. What's your favorite thing about the greater Palm Springs area? Could be an event, could be an attraction, could be a restaurant, mm -hmm. could be a cafe. For favorite me, thing. It's, it's easy, and that's the mornings. mornings. I think that the mornings, the mornings in the Coachella Valley are the most beautiful mornings I've ever experienced anywhere I've ever lived. So Wow. If you're up in the morning and you, and you know, for whatever reason, so if you're up to play tennis, you're up to, to play pickleball, or maybe, or maybe you're pl playing 18 holes that day and you want to maybe beat the heat, depending on what time of the year you're here, the, the dry, crisp desert air and the sunrise in the Coachella Valley is hands down my favorite part of the desert. It can't be beat. That is very definitive. That's good. Uh, yeah, you know, that's, it's one of my afflictions. I'm usually up at 4, 4.30 every day. Of course, I also knock out at, you know, 9.30 or 10, but yeah. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Sounds like a great, what you just described is a great life. I love, you know, <laughs> out early, up early. I, I think that's fantastic. And, and the desert's a great place to do that. You know, the desert has a lot to offer in terms of, sports um you know and, and golf and tennis are two of the biggest ones i think and pickleball of course and that's why we have the, the tennis tournament in indian wells and so many great golf tournaments and you know the national pickleball champions championship is held in indian wells um and i think that that it, that people live that lifestyle in the desert because there's it's peaceful there's serenity and you know, it's a place to come and recharge. And I think the desert has always been that for a lot of people. And usually that means to bed early, up early, right? And then, you know, you, you maybe go shopping after your early morning. Maybe it's the spa 
a nap in the afternoon, and then you're out to dinner, whether you're going early for happy hour or you, you know, you have reservations at, you know, one of the restaurants, fantastic restaurants in Palm Springs or at one of the resorts. Um, and, and that's the day. That's the, the quintessential, you know, desert Palm Springs day. And if you can throw the pool in there at some point, I think, you know, it's even better. I can't disagree. I love that. I love that area. Love it. Hey, thanks very much for taking the time that you did today to give us all this info and, and share your insights about the industry and RV parks and resorts and how they work and how you build them. And I hope we can do this again sometime with uh, whatever resort or comes next for you guys. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. Absolutely. Awesome. It's a great right. pleasure.